0: Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply.
1: Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Yes, and this night happens to be Halloween. Happy Halloween to everyone out there. Twitter brought to you by Southos Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep Ram, Peters Township. Visit them online. Southhillsjeep.com So much going on, we'll dive into the Steelers I'm going to tell you before the hour is out I saw somebody who I think May be embroiled, in. we all got a job To do, but he may have been Undertaking one of the Worst jobs on the planet Or at least that's what it looked like From afar I really wasn't that far away, but I didn't Have the opportunity to stop him and say Is this a fun job or A terrible job like it looks like and I'll get into that before the hour's out. All right, normally on the show, you know how it works. I give an opinion, a strong opinion on something. We use that. We bang it down. We plant that flag, and then we take a bunch of calls because I love talking to you. I love working solo and talking to you uh, and, and doing that. And we will do that. We'll get into the Steelers. but And we have a ton of fun. That's the MO of this show. We laugh, and we tackle the world's topics. Uh, not all sports, but mostly sports and a lot of Steelers stuff. But before that, for just a second, if you'd oblige, I mean this to start. It's 6 o'clock. It is – we haven't seen the sun, and we won't see the sun now, probably until, like, St. Patrick's Day. It is Halloween. It is a little bit misty out. There may be a little snow. It's freezing cold, and there are a zillion kids here and elsewhere, but most of the people listening to me are in western Pennsylvania, here and elsewhere walking around getting candy. Some places – are well lit. Most places aren't. Listen, if there's any night to lay off the gas pedal just a little bit, seriously, take it a little slow tonight. Be careful. Kids, in their haste and in their, <clears throat> excuse me, youthful enthusiasm to run around and go get candy, they are not going to abide by the rules. They're being kids. They're going to ju- jut out in the middle of the street. Just take it light for the next couple hours, honestly. Don't ruin yours or somebody else's Halloween, honestly. It's just, there's a zillion kids out there and it's dark and it's not always easy to see. With that out of the way, we do get moving because I sincerely mean that. It's one of those nights, it's so much better if everybody just stays safe and I don't want to see a story on the news somebody, just a, a terrible traffic thing, and it can be avoided. Fan text line, hit us there. Brought to you by Edgar Snyder and Associates, personal injury law firm, where they always say there's never a fee unless we get money for you. Matt Canada had a lot to say today. And this is something that we do need to knock around to start the show. So it was curious, not pointing any fingers, but it was just curious to me about the end of the last dealer game. Because, not even the end, but the second half. Because Kenny Pickett gets dinged up on a terrible, awful play. Now, even if the man is fine who slung him to the ground, that's not going to make Kenny Pickett healthy, but it would at least give you some sense of solace that it was a dirty as hell play. So, Kenny Pickett gets slung to the ground, right? That's what happens. He goes into the locker room, and he is listed, and it's tweeted out by the Steelers PR department that... Okay, he is probable to return, or he could return. Then you see him on the sideline. Then all of a sudden, you don't see him on the sideline. That was a mystery to me as to how it all transpired. Well, Matt Canada seemed to kind of unlock that mystery.
2: He could have gone back in, and you guys were all there. He could have, at halftime, he was down there throwing. He made a decision, that he wasn't able to play at the level to help us win. If he feels like he's not able to perform and do his job, he'll tell us.
1: Okay, so he was good, but he wasn't good enough. That's what Kenny Pickett was. I don't begrudge the kid. He didn't feel like, he felt like he was so far below 100% that he couldn't get back in there. I do want to talk about this right now. It's 6.09, and the time check is brought to you by Gina G. Petro of Remax Select Realty. So that's the first domino to fall. The second is this. He doesn't play in the game, but he comes out today and he says, yeah, I'm good. I'm playing. I find it impossible to believe that Kenny Pickett is 100% right now. I just do. I find it impossible to believe that just, you know, 48 hours later or whatever, that Kenny Pickett is 100%, which leads me to the big point. Kenny Pickett, no matter what anybody in this town thinks, whether you're up on him, whether you're down on him, whether you're somewhere in the middle on this guy, today, when Kenny Pickett came out and said, I'm playing, he has a much more firm grip on the number one job of the Pittsburgh Steelers quarterback on QB one than anyone imagined. He does. He is in no jeopardy of losing his job. The coaching staff looks at him and he is far in above the number one guy. And the two guys who are behind, both Mitch Trubisky and Mason Rudolph, are backups to the core. That's what it screamed to me today, because there's a couple things at play. Number one, yeah, he's nowhere near 100%. He just can't be. You don't go from, well, I can't play in the second half, to 48 hours later, hey, A-OK, I'm fine, short week, I'm going to get in there, Right? So they obviously trust him or are planning on trusting him at less than 100%. That's number one. Number two, we all know how information works in the National Football League. The only people more secretive than the Pittsburgh Steelers and NFL teams, the freaking Kremlin, right? So that being said, he did the Steelers, not that it's a big secret, but he did the Steelers in the ultra-secret ways of the NFL – No favors by coming out and saying, hey, I'm playing on Thursday. I'm not knocking Kenny Pickett. I'm just saying if you hold the company line how it normally works, you don't say a word. Well, I'm going to prepare, right? Which makes the Tennessee Titans prepare for both quarterbacks or, in this case, all three quarterbacks. Kenny Pickett came out and he announced, I'm the guy. I'm getting in there. I'm playing. So now we fast-forward it and move it forward to the third tenet of this conversation. He ain't ever going to play his way off the field. He is just not, at least under this regime. At least is not as long as Matt is here, and maybe not as long as Mike Tomlin is here. We have fielded calls at 412-928-9370. That's 412-928-9370 for a long time. And we have fielded calls particularly in the last 48 hours and taken texts at that very same number saying, man, I wonder, I just wonder if Kenny Pickett's the guy. I wonder if maybe they should go in a different direction. I wonder just what his future's like here in Pittsburgh. Well, I don't know about his long-term future, but I can tell you this, his short-term immediate in the now future is this. His job ain't even one iota in jeopardy. He could go out there and throw four interceptions. Kenny Pickett could go out and have and be eight for 21 with four interceptions and no touchdowns. And he is the guy by far. And that kind of mystifies me a little bit because we're at the point, at least for me, that I feel like he's leveled off. I feel like there was a mirage of a second half and a fourth quarter comeback. I get what his record is. I understand it. He's 11-7 and seven or whatever it is. But don't we all need to see more? This is as safe a quarterback in his job, QB1, as seemingly there is in the National Football League. And it's because of that kind of stuff. I don't begrudge him one bit. I Do I think the Pittsburgh Steelers are wrong? Maybe. Maybe Kenny Pickett, just like Art II, just like Mike Tomlin, and just like Matt Canada, maybe he has fallen victim to this, just feeling too safe. And that is the story with the Pittsburgh Steelers franchise. There is nobody, nobody at all, who is employed by the Pittsburgh Steelers, who feels an impetus, who feels a thrust, who feels a push, to need to get better, it feels like. It all feels as if, hey, we're plodding along and it'll break for us one time, right? That, to me, is absolutely the wrong tack to take. I like Pickett, and I like Pickett a lot as a guy, but I think I'm very, very confused about this situation because, for me, what the Pittsburgh Steelers probably have If all the returns are in right now, and they're not, but if you just go by what's going on right now, to me, I'll say it. I think they have three NFL backup quarterbacks. And it's okay to wonder just how good Kenny Pickett can be in the future, but it's obviously been told to Kenny Pickett, or he obviously thinks it, or both, that he is a great distance ahead of those other two guys. 412-928-9370. Four one two nine two eight nine three seven zero. That's the number. It's four one two nine two eight nine three seven zero. Fan hotline presented by Nemecolon. Around every corner, of Nemecolon creates real life magic for guests. We'll take your calls all night. Sprinkle in anything you want about Halloween. By the way, you know what I heard driving in today? I was listening to. Of course, I was listening to the PM team, Pony Muller, But I flipped it over. There's like a station on the satellite that's playing all Halloween music, so you can put on. Uh, whatever, while the kids are trick-or-treating or you're just, uh, you know, sitting around being scary and all that. The Monster Mash is timeless. You could play the Monster Mash or the Great Big Smash. The Monster Mash. You could play that in 1930. You could play that in the year 2050 and it hits the same. The Monster Mash. It is such a great song. Absolutely a great song. We do take your calls coming up next, 412 928 9370 on this picket situation. Maybe I'm reading it wrong. Maybe I'm reading too much into it. Maybe I just got it all wrong, but that's what's great about opinion. I plant my flag. We talk about it. We go from there and talk around that for just a little bit. And coming up next, in addition to that, I'm going to tell you I might run for governor on one singular platform, and I bet I could win. I'll tell you what that is coming up in just a moment here.
4: Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
1: A fan. All right, we'll take your calls in a moment. 412-928-9370. I'm going to tell you, and there's a bunch of calls on hold. Stay there. I'm just, it's strange to me this firm grasp that Kenny Pickett seems to have on the organization already. And I just don't know if he earned it. I don't. I it's it, it's weird. Anyway, running for governor, I'm doing it, right? And I'm running for governor. I told somebody today, I said I'm running for governor on one singular platform. You know those like candidates that do it just on one thing. They're gonna they're gonna lower taxes or they're gonna do this. One singular platform, just one. It's it one issue, singular issue candidate. It's this. And I would get a lot of votes, I think. A- impeccable past, all that kind of stuff. So here it is. I will, if I become governor of this fair Commonwealth of Pennsylvania, I will unilaterally, and I can do this, impose and tell every single municipality, city, everything, in this Commonwealth that they would change Trick-or-treating to the Saturday nearest Halloween. We don't need this garbage on a Tuesday night. We don't. We No, no. And here's why. It helps parents because nobody wants to be hungover on a Wednesday. Sunday, fine, right? It should be on a Saturday every single place. And when I become governor, it will be. That's my platform. I would get votes solely just by doing that anybody that's ever had to push a little kid around in a wagon or walk around with their kids or go house to house to house and you know the way that they do it now particularly in the suburbs you stop and you have a beer and you set up oh here's the kid table here's the adult table right and oh that's daddy juice that's kid juice all that kind of stuff right well you can kind of only go half at it on a tuesday but if it was saturday and you might have a TV outside there with the SEC game on or the Pit game on, which probably turned off if it was Notre Dame. That kind of stuff. Saturday, Saturday, Saturday. There might be more important things going on in the world. I don't know if there are. But if you have kids, especially kids that are uh, under the age of 12, I know that you can feel me on this. I would unilaterally change trick-or-treat to a Saturday. It would never be the day of. Absolutely, positively not. Maybe if it fell on a Friday, I'd think about it. It would have to, it, But if it didn't fall on a Friday, it would be the Saturday nearest Halloween. I would have your vote. 412-928-9370. That's 412-928-9370. Reggie and the Rocks lead us off. Hi, Reggie. Hey,
3: man. What's going on?
1: What is going on?
3: A uh, couple things. First of all, if you're on, on that platform, you absolutely have my
1: vote. Thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. Yeah,
5: I'm pulling up my house right now, looking over the some kids, ready to go trick or treating I am so tired, but I guess I got to go do it anyway.
1: Right, because you already worked all day, and then you got to get up for work tomorrow, too. It's bookended by this nonsense.
5: Yeah. Second thing, I got to disagree with you. I think I play sports, I, I've been injured.
3: And there's been a couple times, 48 hours later,
1: I've been totally fine. So, I don't see why he couldn't be fine to play. Well, I don't think here's – okay, the score of the football game was really close and the offense wasn't doing anything when Kenny Pickett came out of that football game, right? Just the other day. I am not questioning his toughness. But what I am saying is this, it didn't necessarily feel as if – it was a situation where they were going to have to cut his arm off to get him out of the game, and that's weird to me for a second-year quarterback that hasn't proven a lot. Like, if I was in Kenny Pickett's shoes, they would have had to drag me off the field. Matt Canada said yeah. he took himself out of that game. That to me yeah, is that to me is odd. And then he jumps right back into it and says and declares today the, the team didn't. He declared today he was playing. That's just odd to yeah, like me. I'm sorry. Yeah, I would like to
5: see a little bit more toughness out of me. It kind of makes you wonder about his toughness. And another thing, I absolutely agree with you. In fact, I don't know why he said what he said today.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't know if it's toughness so much as it's rooted in knowing he's safe with this franchise. And if I was in Kenny Pickett, and that's not Kenny Pickett's problem. That's the problem of Mike Tomlin. It's the problem of Matt Canada, and it's even the problem of Art II. And it's obviously by virtue of where he was drafted, right? Because the other guys have more experience. The other guys have been in the league longer. Kenny Pickett should be fighting for his job right now. But the way he came off today, I don't blame him because somebody is feeding him this from the organization. The way he came off today was kind of like, oh, yeah, I'm playing. I'll be out there. I'm good. And there's no question about it. There should be a gigantic question about it, because I have questions. Is, he eight, if Kenny, is Kenny Pickett at 80% better than Mason Rudolph at 100 I don't know that right now. I just don't. But we'll never get the answer to that question, because Kenny Pickett is green-lighted. And what has he done to deserve that? I'm not here to bash him. I'm really not. But I am here as a Pittsburgher and somebody who's rooted for this team my whole life to try to get the Pittsburgh Steelers to put their best 11 on the field. And if Kenny Pickett is hobbled, I'm not so sure he's one of their best 11. Rob's in West Mifflin. Hi, Rob.
5: Carla, what's up, man? Not much. <laughs> yeah, I know,
2: man. You're the funniest, man. I mess with you real heavy,
5: man. Hey, but I, I wanted to call you and tell you, man, that you 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 one of the first ones, man, that really got the – I can't say it on, on the air, but to say what you said, man, like – there are three backups we've got three backups on the on the, on the, on, the, on the, uh the roster three backups like they did this to Kenny pickett they gave him the corner office, so they said he had some say so and bring him back Canada. they did this they made this guy like this man like and then I'm questioning you you get you get hurt and you, i'm questioning his toughness i'm I'm questioning the other guy didn't have no football injury oh I was hurt for forty eight hours I was good he didn't have no football injury. He got hurt in the Texas game. He gets carried off like he tore his ACL. Next day, two days later, oh, I'm 100% healthy. You get hurt in the Jacksonville game. Now you know I'm good. You're, I'm good to go.
1: Man, this dude's tapping out of some of them games, man. He's tapping out, Colin. I, Seriously. It's, it's very interesting to me, Rob, that the score was what it was at the time, at halftime of this game. You know, they end up losing 20-10. to 10. They go in down. You know, it was, what was it, six? It was six three or nine three at halftime. I'm just telling you how I'm wired. And again, I'm not questioning his toughness, but if I'm a second year quarterback and I'm somebody who I feel like I'm fighting for his job, I'm somebody they've got to cut my arm off to get me out of that game, Rob. Cut Dad, my arm out off. There. I'm going out there, even if I got to just hand the ball off. I'm going back out there, period. And, and that's the thing. Kenny Pickett didn't feel as if he needed to do that. And this is where I don't blame him. He has been given an opportunity and been told that he is safe as can be. That's strange to me. Because if you're one of the other two guys, now Mitch, we saw what Mitch was. And we probably know what Mason Rudolph is by virtue of seeing him play in the past. But it just feels like an atmosphere where now everybody is too safe. Brian's in Brookline. Hi, Brian. Hey, Colin, a couple things. So uh, I'll go real quick. Um, no, take your t- I love your thing. No reason to go quick. Okay, I
5: love your thing with Halloween. Common sense is not common, obviously, in today's society. So that would be the most common thing to do it on a Saturday close to Halloween. Totally agree. You get my vote. I wish you would run and steer us in a different direction. That's one. Two, I'm glad we didn't do anything at the trade deadline. Uh, and my reason is this. I don't want to get into debt with, with these other players, these, these rentals, this guy from Chicago that we would have to pay $15 million a year that runs a 4-5, yeah, he's a shutdown corner, but with an attitude. I'm just kind of glad we didn't do anything. Uh, and then the, I want to make a point about Kenny Pickett. Well, let me, well
1: before we do that, I'll let, you, I'll let you make that point, but let's discuss. I think this is the ultimate, if I've ever seen one, the ultimate Stan Pat team. And I agree with you, Brian, the do nothing team and see how it plays out. Don't get worse. Don't get better. Don't be buyers. Don't be sellers. If I've ever seen a team like that to me, Brian, it's this one. Well, I
5: I wish we could have traded Matt Canada today with somebody else. I mean, that's what I really wish we could have did. Uh, but about um, but Kenny, see, I put a lot of this on Kenny. See, he's not – see, we're so accustomed to big Ben Roethlisberger. Ben would play with a broken nose. Ben would escape the pocket. He is not Ben. He's not even close to holding Ben's jock strap. He's just not. He's not built that way. But it, he's Kenny. He's not Ben. And here's what I think about this. This is a doomed system. We don't – Our players, our system, the zone system, the the, the line, how we block, how we Mm -hmm. run, it's all systematic. We have the wrong coaches with the wrong players in this system. And it's just wrong. And this young quarterback is probably going to fail. And me and you, Pittsburghers, for life, are going to endure this. And it's just never
1: going to be like it used to be. And um, It is what it is. No, it's all good points. It's not a toughness thing. And I don't want it to be mischaracterized as that. Kenny Pickett gets the snot knocked out of him and he gets back up and gets back up and gets back up. But it is a job security thing. He didn't feel the need to crawl over broken glass in a very close game and one in which you'd really like to get a win, an AFC game. He didn't feel the need to get back out there and say, I gotta be there. He kind of gave it, well, I'll warm up and see how it goes. I'm good. I would have liked to seen him take a couple snap. Again, it's not toughness. It's, well, I know as soon as I'm okay or I'm close to it or next week that I'll be fine. They have allowed that atmosphere as the organization. 412-928-9370. will take your calls coming up next. And up next, I saw a guy performing a job the other day. And it was, for my money, I'd love to know how much this guy makes. And maybe somebody will call in and tell me. For my money, probably one of the grossest jobs I've ever seen. Maybe he enjoys it. Maybe he doesn't. I don't know. But I'd love to know how much he makes. And I'm going to run this past you and ask, is this just the terrible job that I think it is? Or maybe there's some hidden perks. I'll bring that up to you. Coming up next, your calls, 412 928 Hiring
0: for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place.
1: All right, here we go, Four one two nine two eight nine three seven zero. that's the number. Come out for a special signing, uh, top three picks for the black and gold last year. Broderick Jones, Joey Porter Jr., Keanu Benton, Total Sports Enterprises bringing in the three key pieces of the future for a special signing. Get autographed items from Jones, Porter Jr., and Benton on Tuesday, November 7th. Greater Pittsburgh Sports Complex brought to you by Total Sports Enterprises. Top of the hour, I want to get a little serious about, we all saw the just terrible tragedy what happened in hockey, right? In England with a, uh, a former Penguin, Adam Johnson. And and Matt, uh, what's the guy's name? Matt Petgrave, I guess, is the guy's name that had incidentally, some say, some say not incidentally or accidentally hit him. Where do you draw the line on legal entanglements in sports if it happens on a playing field? We'll get into that coming up at 7 o'clock here on The Fan. 412 928 If you're on hold, stay there. I'll get your calls in just a moment. I saw a guy, right? I'm driving up Route 8. I think this was Friday last week. I don't know. All my days run together. So I think it was Friday. I'm driving behind a pickup truck. And the pickup truck has the, the gate, the standard gate, the one that came with the truck, removed. And instead, there is like a wooden board. But I really, and it was higher than what the sideboards were. So. Follow me on that. It, it kind of jutted up higher than what the regular tailgate would be like. So I didn't think anything of it. But it said it had like a little sign on it that said makes frequent stops. And I believe it had a yellow like tow truck kind of uh, kind of light on the top, you know, like not an emergency light, more like a tow truck light on the top. So I'm driving behind it, but I absolutely had nowhere to go fast. I, like I was, I had the day to do something, and then I was coming in here to work. So I, I stayed in the right lane behind it, because everybody was driving like maniacs in the left lane. And I just, I was going to get a cup of coffee or something. So it slows down, and the yellow light comes on. It had like flashing lights too. Guy gets out, and I'm like, ah, you know, what? I don't need to go around it. I'm gonna sit here, and there's all kind of traffic in the left lane going flying. So the guy gets out and he lifts up the that wooden compartment thing that's that where the tailgate would be. And as soon as he does that, it reveals, I can't make this up. 30 dead deer laying in the back of this pickup truck. I'm like, "Oh my gosh." Then he walks on the side of the truck and I didn't see this cuz he was blocking the view and he picks up by the four legs this other dead deer that had obviously been a deer roadkill. Bad day for that deer, right? Picks up the deer, and in one fell swoop, like he's throwing a sack of potatoes, he throws the deer up into the bed of the truck, and it's dead, so you're not going to hurt it, onto the other deer, and they just, it bounces in there. Then, and I'm thinking, wow, So this guy's job is to collect the roadkill. All right. Doesn't stop there. He jumps up into the bed of the truck, and he's standing now on dead deer bodies, dead deer carcasses, and he reaches down on the one that he'd just thrown up, as you're about to throw up. He reaches down, and he maneuvers it so to kind of, like, make it all even in there, to create a nice mountain of deceased deer, and I'm there like, geez, I wonder if he gets dispatched, if he drives around, if it's a little bit of both, and he just had like kind of working gloves on, then he puts the thing back on and jumps back down. So much at play there. He did it real nonchalant. One, has to stink. He was standing in the stink It had to stink. It had to be an awful, awful smell. But he acted like nothing, right? Number two, when he reaches down to get... I mean, there's a lot of numbers here. I'm not even going to count them off. When he reached down to get the deer that was on the side of the road, there had to be flies and maggots and all kinds of stuff on that deer. Had to be. Then he slings it up in there, and there's just got to be disease. And all kinds of stuff. But he did it like he was loading groceries in the back of that truck. I was um, I was so amazed that I never went around him in traffic. when all the, And I was the, the last car left. Everybody went around me. And I was the car right behind him. And I'm thinking, is this, is this as it presents itself? Is this just a rotten, awful, terrible job? Or if I said to that guy, hey, guy who I'm going to call Butch, even though he was young and nobody's named Butch anymore. But Butch would be a good name for that job. And I'd say, hey, Butch, what about your job? What do you say? Hey, I love it. I keep the roadway safe. It eliminates accidents. There's already been one accident normally. When I arrive on the scene, it eliminates a second one. And, you know, every once in a while, come upon a deer and, eh, who knows? Cut its head off and put it on my mantle. I don't know. Or if I said to this Butch, "Hey Butch, what's your job like?" Would he just look at me and go, "You saw it. It sucks, but I make good money." I d- I didn't know how to take it, but I- it was one of those. Somebody got to do it. Joe's in Brookline. Hi Joe, how you doing? <laughs> oh, Colin. Oh man, that. Have you ever seen that guy? <laughs> I
2: I, I can't say I seen your guy, but I have seen a guy for uh, PennDOT, Yes, this yes. was not
1: a PenDot. This was a privatized guy.
2: Yeah, this I I seen PenDot doing it, and it it was bad. Like, you know, he was driving all the way up like I seventy nine north, so it was bad. Like, I bet he had. I'm not, and, and I when I say calling a hundred, I'm not I'm not gonna lie to you. There had to be a hundred.
1: There. there was thirty in this pickup truck, and it was yeah, there, just like an F one fifty. It wasn't like a big. No, this
2: dude had a dump truck. My man had a dump, like a dump, like a big dump. And he just was just, they, there was two guys. They were just, I mean, heaving them in there. Just see you. Keep going. Next. Go. So I was like, I caught it. I was like, wow. Cause yeah. I drove up, I followed behind him for like at least 30 miles up north. And he must've picked up. I stopped at every time. I stopped too to watch
1: him. When he climbed up into the truck and stood on the dead deer. And I'm thinking it's got to be squishy under his feet. My man
2: was in the back. My man was in the one guy that was driving. He was in the back of the truck driving. The other guy was driving. This other guy's just
1: sitting in the back with the deer. Well, I'd be the driver if I could have one of those two jobs. Right? Like, I always wonder if there could be, if they would let me be, and I wouldn't have to be a paramedic, if I could just be the ambulance driver, I'd like to be that job.
2: Yeah, yeah, I don't want to do all the nasty stuff around it, but yes, you let me drive, I'll get you there as fast as I can. Correct.
1: Tell me about Kenny.
2: Okay. my, my That was soft to me. That was a soft uh, – you can't just go down – oh, my, my, my side hurts. I can't go. Now Now you're just fine. Like, I don't know if you caught the baseball game last night, but you know, like Scherzer gets hit in the elbow, he comes out the next inning, they yank him. I mean, okay. I get that because you hit the elbow, the pitching elbow, and I understand. But you almost would have had to pull his teeth out. But Bochy was like, "You're coming out. You can't throw." But for you to say that, what time? What What, what are the other guys got to say? What are they got to think, be thinking? I mean, are you soft? Like, are you? I mean, I know we're not really protecting you well, but you you know, you got to take a beating with us.
1: I just think it shows a lot, Joe, how comfortable he is. Hey, oh, I'll take off and thanks for the call I'll take off this second half I'm good I'm fine I see you next week and it's 48 hours later and he's the one that declared everything was good Andy's in Dormont hi hi Andy how are you
3: hey calm. I'm doing good how are you uh, I'm uh, great thank you the uh the dear thing you got I never had that job but I just you reminded me I had to call in and share the story real quick I was about 17 years old just got my license was driving my dad's uh Jeep Grand Cherokee, you just put a lift kit on it, dumped a bunch of money into it, and a deer jumps out in front of me, and I hit it, and I, you know, 17-year-old kid, I'm freaking out, I call my dad, I say, Dad, I just hit a deer. He says, You okay? I said, Yeah. He said, Jeep okay? I said, I think so. He goes, you okay? I said, No, I killed it. He says, Put it on the roof and bring it home. So <laughs> you talking about this guy just lugging the, the deer in the f 150 He's reminding me of when I was a kid, and, you know, I, I had that job for, for one deer.
1: For just one. But you didn't have to stack it on 30 other deer. And put it no, on. But I had there. to get it
3: on the roof of this lifted jeep. That was a. That, a
1: seven, you know, <laughs> that's a pretty big, a pretty big deal. Now, how? Um, what time of year was it? How big was the deer? Did it have antlers and stuff?
3: Oh, I had one left after I hit it. I hit him right in the head.
1: Okay. Did your old, and you <laughs> made it home to your old man? Did he process it then or what? Oh yeah, it was straight to the butcher the next day. Straight to the butcher. Now, what did you? I now I'm I'm wondering here. What did you have in the jeep? in order to tie it down at that point? Like, cause you're doing this real, you know, real quick. Uh, we had the, uh, the ratchet straps. Ah, okay. So you had ratchet straps, you lifted, did you, did you like squat? Did you get it to your shoulder and then thrust it up? How did, did you drag it on the side and get blood all over the window? Like, how did that work?
3: Oh yeah. I had a, I had a buddy with me and, and uh, we took a moving blanket. We put it around its head cause I hit it in the head. So it's brain turned to mush yeah <laughs> we wrapped the moving blanket around his head. And, uh, it, it bled into that, so there wasn't too much of a mess and then the
1: two of us lugged it up onto the roof. Did you go straight home or did you go about your night?
3: I, uh, I had a, I had a boxing class that night. I went there to show off the deer and
1: then I went home. There that might be the most testosterone filled thing I've ever heard in my life, especially on this station. I went to my <laughs> boxing class to show off the deer and then i went from my boxing class home and then we processed the deer very western pennsylvanian and very testosterone filled your calls next 4129289370 i'm trying just when he said that now i'm trying to picture this these two kids wrapping it in a blanket throwing it on top of this jeep cherokee not going straight home though going to boxing class first and then we'll head it home after that all right very very serious situation Adam Johnson, dead, hit in the neck with a skate, awful, terrible, former Penguin. Now, there is an investigation happening. Did Matt Petgrave, did he do this on purpose? Some say he did, some say no, but the police in England, there's a story on the BBC website, they are going through with an investigation. Where does that line, where is it drawn for you? If there's a fight at a game, should people be charged? Only if there's death, only if there's serious injury? Let's have a real discussion about that coming up at the top of the hour. We'll get back into the Steelers in just a little bit. 412-928-9370 is that number. How do you feel about all of this? Fan weather brought to you by Sun Chevrolet. Breast Cancer Awareness Month. Stop in to Sun right now for a chance to win an autograph memorabilia autograph memorabilia, and tickets from your favorite Pittsburgh athletes and teams. Tonight, cloudy. Chance of snow, I said, at 32. Little to no accumulation, though. Cold temps, they continue